Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today we're looking at the local and the global and how they interconnect. We're here with not the teacher of the week, the teacher of the month, but the Massachusetts Teacher of the Year, Jeffrey Shea, who just participated in the programs in professional education think tank on global education at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Jeffrey Shea, congratulations on winning and welcome to the EdCast. Thanks so much, Matt. So, Jeff, tell us a little bit about the experience of how you came into contact with the think tank on global education and why Fernando Reimers, who was putting this think tank together, reached out to you as a teacher. Yeah, so Dr. Reimers, uh, both of his sons came through uh, Belmont High School. And so when he learned of the, uh, of the award and, and, and of uh, me learn, uh, earning the award, uh, he reached out to me. Uh, we traded a few emails, and he invited me to the think tank, I think, as somebody that he sees in the classroom uh, from some of the publicity that I received last week as obviously advocating for global education. When you talk about being an advocate for global education, how does that actually manifest itself in the classroom? Um, talk a little bit about what you do to bring the world to Belmont High, which is where you're a teacher. Yeah, so I think first and foremost, I've done it through the the elective that I created. Uh, it's called Global Leadership. Uh, so I've had four years where I've taught that course, um, and and that that's probably been the the sort of greatest um, you know way in which I've tried to bring um, many of the themes of global education or many of the goals uh, and some of the global competencies that uh, Fernando talks about to students. Uh, I would say in addition to that, I've worked on um, sort of a variety of programs or other sort of civic engagement with the community um, through that course in part, but uh, also developing some other programs. So we've been working on a global certificate program at, at Belmont High School. Um, this past year, I supported students that, that uh, ran the Global Awareness Week and brought speakers to the school and ran a hunger banquet. Um, we screened a film in in, uh, in the community, so things like that um, that have sort of branched off from the course itself uh, have been uh, have been sort of the main focus. You mentioned the global competencies that Fernando talks about. Can you explain a little bit about what students' reactions are to those competencies? And in many ways, high school is it time for students to maybe get their first dose of the sort of global nature of education? I'm curious your reaction as a teacher. Yeah, I think they're excited about it. Um, I think, frankly, we aren't currently um, doing as much as we ought to be doing in sort of the regular curriculum. And I, and I say that as a teacher that teaches American studies that I've thought a lot about global competencies and how to weave them into that course. And I've, I've, I've done my best, but also it's been challenging. So I think when, they're, when the students um, that are sort of delving into these issues and thinking about global awareness and, and global perspectives and gaining some new attitudes and, um, and sort of skills uh, in my junior and senior year elective, I think that they're, they're excited by it. Um, and I think there's almost a sense of, wow, I wish, you know, I wish there were more of this. Um, I wish I'd received more of this. Um, but I think there's also an excitement for when they move on right to college and they're able to explore a lot more of the themes, skills, 
incompetencies that we we start to uh, address with the course. Yeah, it's nice to sort of plant the seeds early on and let the the fruits and the flowers grow. Now, I'm curious, you attended the Global Education Think Tank at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. Tell me about what some of the other practitioners and teachers were discussing in terms of global education. What were some of their challenges? What were some of the things they were hopeful? What works? What doesn't? And, you know, give us a quick overview of what you learned uh, by being there. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, I, I think on the one hand, right, a lot of uh, teachers are talking about some of the same challenges, uh, how to, how to um, first of all, make global education available to all students. So there's a great deal of conversation around equity um, and, you know, whether or not global education is, you know, simply, a, you know, as is, is, is we, we have the luxury maybe in some wealthier districts or, or schools um, to be able to take this approach versus this idea of, well, every student, regardless of where they live, ought to get this global education. Um, so that was kind of one of the themes, the conversations yesterday that I enjoyed was interested in. I always think it's great when educators from around the world are able to get together. Um, so I was I was impressed by the sort of the international nature of the audience. Thought that brought some rich discussion. Uh, and and so again, I think you're you know some teachers that are in IB international schools are obviously going to sort of have uh, have a lot of different issues that they're facing than than maybe some public schools in in uh, in New England or in the U.S. Um, but uh, but the conversations were still great. Tell us a little bit about your dissertation. Uh, Fernando was telling me that you, uh, unbeknownst to even knowing Fernando, uh, you used some of his research in what you were writing. What tell us about your dissertation? Yeah, I did. So uh, basically, the, the three research questions that I used for my qualitative study were were around how uh, administrators who are who are um, advocates of global education. So that was my um, that was the group that I was focused on. Uh, how they were defining global education, uh, how they were advocating for it, and sort of what challenges they were facing. So these were educators across the state of Massachusetts. And uh, obviously, given uh, Fernando's research, uh, I cited him extensively in my uh, lit review, um, especially given, you know, how he's he's impacted the sort of the nature of the how people are defining global education and um, and this idea of global competency really being a, a recent uh, more recent term that he's uh, that he's spoken a lot about and, and I think is taking root in a lot of places. Yeah, when you mention a lot of places, it seems like it is catching on and Fernando's notion of global competencies is spreading all not just throughout the country but throughout the world. Uh, what is your hope for global education? Where do you see areas for expansion both at Belmont High but also, uh, you know, universally? Yeah, I guess I think it's just a it's really important that we we sort of understand what global education is. I think there's still a lot of misnomers about what it is. I think that sometimes it gets ground out um, around, you know, other types of ed reform um, and some of the priorities that we have, right, important priorities too, literacy, uh, et cetera. But um, that, that we see global education, I think, is a really important umbrella um, and uh, that, can, that can include, really, to me, the 21st century skills movement, which in some ways... I think maybe overshadows global education, or, or at least in my district, in my experience, um, there's a lot more of a sometimes a dialogue around these skills. But I see these skills as being part of 
right, the competencies that, that Fernando's talking about and sort of uh, global education in general. Last couple questions. We'll shift away from global education a bit. Um, Jeff, you are the Massachusetts Teacher of the Year. Uh, you know, that's a huge honor. Uh, we're curious, what's your story of education? Why education? And it's hard enough to be a teacher, let alone to be the Teacher of the Year is is quite a feat. Give us a little bit about your background. Yeah, no, I was amazed to find out that I had won the award. Obviously, I knew I was nominated and was going through the process, but the whole thing to me is uh, is pretty amazing. Uh, obviously, the recognition, uh, I'm humbled by the, the response of the community, uh, how many people have reached out to me. My sort of story on education was I never sort of grew up thinking I was going to be a teacher. Um, I was trying to find my way after college, like a lot of people, young people, Um and uh, and decided to give teaching a thought. I'm obviously incredibly fortunate that I did. Uh, partly, I think, due to the fact that my mom was an educator. Uh, she was a librarian, uh, so a big inspiration to me, her career, and just the way in which um, she cared about students always throughout her entire life, would do anything for them, was, was very service-oriented. And so I sort of credit her with a lot of the thinking that I've done on social justice issues and teaching social justice issues in the classroom. Last question, Jeff, and, and uh, if you're the Massachusetts Teacher of the Year, man, not only do your students love you, but you must love your students. And I'm curious, um, you know, 20 seconds, this is going to live forever on the Harvard website. What is it that you'd want to say to your students in this 10-minute uh, podcast that, um, that you'd, this is your soapbox to share with your students? Well, I would say thanks. I would say thanks for having a great attitude every day. I think that's one characteristic that I really appreciate. They're curious. They have a great attitude, and I would say I, I hope many of them become teachers uh, one day. What an honor that would be. Jeffrey Shea, Massachusetts Teacher of the Year, thank you for being on the show. Thanks a lot, Matt. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. The Harvard Graduate School of Education, working at the nexus of practice, policy, and research.